0: I'm going to welcome you to Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. Today's podcast has to do with businesses, and the title is How to Turn a Business Failure into Success. Now, today's podcast will help us understand how past failures can be the platform to launch a successful business. We have five steps where we can learn from past mistakes and then we'll have 10 steps to help us understand how we can build a successful business from many of those mistakes in the past. So this episode will help anyone if they've had a business failure and will show us how to avoid having one in the future. So let me pray as we move into this podcast. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity we have once again to read your word, to learn from it, to study it, and we pray that you would bless and anoint now this podcast. I ask the Holy Spirit to come in and take control. I yield totally to him. As for your divine anointing, your blessing, because if you bless this and if you anoint this, then it will make a major difference in people's lives. So I'll give you praise and glory for what's about to take place. I thank you for taking control. And I pray now, Lord, that you'll bless everything that's said and done, that you'll receive the glory for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I thought we'd start with the mistakes we've made first, so we can get those out of the way. There's, I only have five to go over. But then I have 10, I think, that would be very hopeful. So stay with me on this podcast, because the 10 steps to rebuild a past failure into something successful that'll glorify God and be a great blessing to you, your family, your friends. I pray that you'll enjoy that. So I want to give you the first step now, and that is to receive strength from God's word. In Philippians chapter 3 verses 12, 13 and 14, the apostle Paul gives us a wonderful wonderful example of how we can grow and complete what God has called us to do. Here's what he says in Philippians chapter 3 verses 12, 13 and 14 in the New Living Translation. I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. Verse 13, no Dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing forgetting the past. Now, that's going to be really important You, as we go through this teaching on business, past failures, and future successes. I really want you to understand that it's crucial that we learn how to forget the past. And it says, looking forward to what lies ahead. Verse 14, Paul says this, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Now, he's talking about his relationship with Christ to be rewarded with eternity in heaven with Jesus Christ, which is the goal for every one of us. So, the first step to recover from a past business failure is basically to receive strength from God's Word. And you can find it throughout the Word of God. Just these scriptures in today's podcast, I think, will be a help there. Now, here's the second step to take after a past failure is to make a list of poor decisions and do not repeat them. Now, that might sound simple, but no, it's not that simple. It's matter of fact, it's very difficult for people not to repeat the past mistakes that they've made. As a banker, I often saw people repeat past mistakes over and over again. Many times when a person goes through a divorce, they wind up marrying the same type of person they married before and they go through the same problem again. So we've got to learn from that. So step two to take when we're trying to grow from a past failure is to make a list. And I think it's very important. You should get a piece of paper and write on the left side, you know, wrong things and on the right side, good things. Draw a line down the middle of the piece of paper and list all the things that were incorrect, things you didn't do right and make a list of all things that were right. And I would then not repeat those mistakes in the past because we've got to learn from our mistakes because they can be as I said earlier a launching pad to success. Now the third step to take is really take responsibility for our mistakes. You know blaming others is not the answer. I see this in marriages that one person will blame the other for the troubles that they're having. Each person may blame the other for all of their problems in either a marriage or a business or any kind of relationship. In business, blaming others keeps us living in the past. We must learn to move forward, just like Paul said, to press on, to keep moving in the opposite direction of our mistakes. And when we do that, we're going to move into a successful business situation. Step number four is to forgive those who contributed to your business failure. This is kind of difficult. I know it is because I've had those challenges when other people have done things to my business or tried to hurt my business and I had to forgive them. But we do, we need to forgive them and move on because it's difficult for God to bless us if we're holding on with unforgiveness. Matter of fact, his word tells us if we don't forgive others, he won't forgive us. So it's necessary to forgive others from past issues in order to receive God's blessing for us in the future. And step five is to never give up on your dream. Now those are five quick steps. I'm going to. Spend a lot more time in the steps for success. I've got 10 of those and I want to spend more time in those but I thought it was so important to talk about some of the things that cause past failures but not to dwell on past failures because if we do that we'll just beat ourselves up and not be able to grow from it. So we're going to move forward to something very positive and very encouraging to help us build a successful business. The balance, the remaining portion of this episode, is to give you some steps for success in business. We had five steps of our past. Now let's get into 10 steps for our future. Step number one, be sure your business is God's will for your life, your marriage, and your family. So how do we know that we're in God's will, especially in our business? Let me hear some suggestions. Does the business violate God's word? I'm not going to talk about illegal things like drugs and those types of things and stealing and that type of stuff. No, what type of things could violate God's word in our business? We need to learn that our business must never have greed or we must never have envy for other people's businesses. So we need to be sure that our business thinks about other people as being more important than we are and to look to God for guidance and direction. So those are the things that that if we're doing that we'll know that we're in God's will and it's his will for us to operate in that business. We're moving towards God's will if we are at peace in our life. If our life is filled with anxiety and frustration and bitterness and anger and maybe you start taking up drinking or smoking or things like that that was not in your life before and you allow that to get in there to kind of soothe the challenge that you're facing, then I believe you may be out of God's will. So being in God's will in a business knows that we're at peace regardless of the circumstances that we're going through. Remember, the Bible tells us that we should have the peace of God that passes all understanding and it'll guard our hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. Remember, it's the peace of God that surpasses our understanding. So I hope that will help you in understanding when we're in God's will, we will be at peace. We are in God's will if we surrender our thoughts to the Holy Spirit. If we ask the Holy Spirit for direction. You know, if we just start doing things on our own and just say, well, from my background and knowledge and understanding, I'm just going to do it that way, we're more likely to have trials and problems in that business and we won't be at peace. But if we ask the Holy Spirit to move and guide and direct our thoughts and our mind and help us have the right conversations and to do things that are pleasing to God, we're going to find the peace of God and we'll know that we are in God's will. You know, the Bible says that a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. That's found in Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 9. Now that helps us to know that we're in God's will if we make plans and ask for His guidance in the steps that we should take. Now, how do we actually do that? That means that we're getting ready to make a decision. Maybe we're not sure what we should do. We need to pray about it. We need to find someone who's in agreement with us and what we're doing and pray with them and ask for God's guidance and direction. And after that prayer time, if peace comes over us, then I believe we can move forward and do what I believe the Holy Spirit, will be directing us to do. Now, step number two to have a successful business. Be persistent. That means just keep on keeping on is what I like to call it. It will encourage us to pursue something regardless of what has happened in the past. We need to just be persistent and continue on. Let me read a couple of scriptures here. I think that will be a blessing. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 36, it says this, patient endurance, Persistence, that is, is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. So here we're seeing God's will mentioned and also persistence. So some people say, well, persistence is just kind of pushing things in and wanting to knock a door down if it doesn't open up for you. That's not what persistence is at all. Persistence is being confident that you're moving in the right directions. Persistence is endurance. It's something that you continue to do and continue to believe, but you only do it if you're operating in the will of God and know this is what is right for your life. Here's another scripture that's really wonderful in dealing with persistence and things that we need to have in our goal to have a successful business. Matter of fact, this particular scripture, these verses I'm going to read you in in James chapter 1, verses 2 through probably verse 8 are Really, kind of a full synopsis of what we need to do in order to have a successful business. So let me read them all and then we'll see where the Holy Spirit takes us. It says here in verse 2 Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Now, I know that's not easy to do. When you're going through a trial and a challenge, you say, Well, this is a great opportunity, but that's what the Word of God tells us, so we should consider it as an opportunity for great joy. Verse 3 For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Look at that. So, endurance, which is also persistence, has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when you endure, your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Now that doesn't mean we're perfect people in the sense that we don't sin and we don't make mistakes. It just simply says that we are being made in the direction that God wants us to be made. This type of perfect refers to perfecting ourselves, which is a step-by-step proposition that we take. And will receive perfection completely when we spend eternity with Christ. But in our life, it says, So let it grow, that is, endurance in our faith. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect. That means you are improving and complete, needing nothing. Verse 5, if you need wisdom, which I would think all of us need, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. You know, we've got to ask God for everything. If you have a business, I think we need to stop. Every time we do something, we need to pray and seek his direction. Remember the word said earlier, a man plans his ways, but God directs his steps. So we need to ask for guidance and direction for God to lead us in the steps that we're taking. so verse 5 says that he'll not rebuke us for asking but then it says verse 6 but when you ask be sure that your faith is in god alone do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind such people should not expect to receive anything from the lord verse 8 their loyalty is divided between god and the world and they are unstable in everything they do tell you, I could have probably just done an entire podcast just on those verses because that is a wonderful guidance and wonderful direction for helping us to make the right decisions, knowing that we are at peace with God, knowing that we're in God's perfect will in this business that we're doing, and also knowing that he has a plan and we're going to operate in his plan along with the plan that he gave us and then walk in his steps. And if we'll do all these things, we will be blessed in our business. Okay, now let me give you step number three, expect to work hard. Now, you may not like that particular one. You might say to yourself, well, thanks a lot. That's really great advice. Well, it is great advice. We need to expect to work hard in order to have a successful business or to have anything successful in our life. Now, I realize most of us know that we need to work hard to accomplish anything of value. So, we should learn from scriptures and our past mistakes so that we won't have to work harder. We will have the ability to work smarter. So, let me read Psalm 128 28 verse 2 when it talks about work we will enjoy what we worked hard for you will be happy and things will go well for you you see there's a satisfaction that takes place in a person when they've worked hard they've accomplished something and they look back at it and say now that was good that's kind of reminds me of what god did when he created the heavens and the earth in genesis chapter 1 god looked at the things that he created and he looked back and he said that's good. That's good. See, God was working hard to, to build something. And if God worked hard to build something great, then we should learn how to work hard to build something that will glorify him and we can do that through our business. Move on to step number four now. To be successful, we must stay focused. I'm going to turn over now to Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And this is how we learn how to be focused in our business to be successful. I'm reading in the New Living Translation, Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down especially the sin that so easily trips, trips us up and let us run with endurance. There's that word again. It Run with endurance, the race God has set before us. Verse two, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. That means staying focused. Now, a lot of people probably thought, When I said the word focus, you were thinking about focused on work and focus upon the business. Well, yeah, we need to do that. But our primary focus needs to be on Jesus. Verse 2, remember what it says. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Verse three, think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. You see, Jesus went through it. He went through all the things that we could possibly go through and he went through a whole lot more than we would ever go through. And so he set the example and our eyes need to be focused on him so we can experience success in our future. All right, step number five says this, have a plan of action for setbacks. Now you might say, well, that's negative. No, and it's not at all. As a matter of fact, trials are going to happen. There's no question about that. And if we have a plan of action for challenges or setbacks we may face, this will keep us from panicking when the attack comes because Attacks will come. That's just the way it is. You can depend on that. So let me read Romans chapter five, verses three through five, because this will give us some help when we face the trials that we're gonna face in our business. That's Romans chapter five, verses three through five in the New Living Translation. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. My goodness, that word endurance just keeps popping up, doesn't it? That means persistent and to keep on keeping on. And verse four, and endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Verse 5, and this hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. You see, God's word just continues to give us strength, doesn't it? When you face a trial, he's got an answer. When you run into a brick wall, he's got an answer for it. When you have setbacks, he's got an answer for it. So get God's word into your business, get it into your life and into your daily activities, and you wait and see and watch and see how God's going to make you successful in your endeavors. All right, now we're into step number six, I believe it is. Don't give up. Now you might say, well, that's persistence. Well, it is, but let's talk about just simply those four words. Don't ever give up. A former setback can be our opportunity to step up. A step back can give us that great chance to step forward. When Babe Ruth was the home run leader in baseball, he was also the leader in strikeouts, and he had far more strikeouts than he had home runs. Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, but he failed 1,000 times before he invented one that actually worked. Thomas Edison said, I did not fail 1,000 times. It just took 1,000 steps to make it. Now, I could have given you 1,000 steps to success, like Thomas Edison had, but I'd probably lost all of you at about step number eight or nine or ten. But Thomas Edison knew that he had to try something over and over and over again and would not give up, never give up. And as he did, he eventually was successful. And of course, everyone knows who Thomas Edison is. Abraham Lincoln, he failed in business. He lost a job he was fired from. He had his sweetheart died in his life. He had a nervous breakdown. He was defeated for Speaker of the House in the House of Representatives. He lost a nomination for Congress. He was defeated for a nomination for Vice President. He lost a renomination for Congress. He was defeated in running for the United States Senate. But after all of that, he was elected President of the United States of America. Now, that's what you call endurance. That's what you call being persistent. That's what you call not giving up. That's what you call having faith and trust in God. And that's what you call pressing on and moving forward. And that's the type of attitude we've got to have is to press on because that bad mistake we've made in the past, the what we've had a challenge with is now gone, it's done, it's forgiven, it's over. It's like when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord Lord and Savior, our sins are forgiven and the Bible says they're removed from us as far as the East is from the West, never to be remembered again. Well, that's how we need to address our past failures. Learn from them, but don't go back and re-dig them up and repeat them. Matter of fact, if you've never given your life to Christ. It's a simple thing to do. All you need to do is say, Father, I'm sorry for the sins I've committed. I should forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and I promise to serve him all the days of my life. And if you say that, and if you just say that prayer, then you have a future and a new hope and a new plan. You need to find a good church and get into a good church. You need to let people know you've given your life to Christ. Now, some people might say, well, what does that have to do with the lesson on being successful? Well, when you're living in sin, it's a failure, right? And when you're born again into the kingdom you have a new hope and a new future and i'm trying to help us to understand that god's word is filled with opportunities to rise up from mistakes in the past Having a great life and a great future. Let's move on now to a few verses in the book of Galatians in chapter 6. I want to give you some scripture I think that applies so much to not giving up and also to focus ourselves on success and how we can accomplish that success. So let's just start at verse number 4. Pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. Okay, there's some good advice. It says, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. Well, One of the sure ways to fail is to start comparing ourselves to other people. God does not compare us to other people. God knows we're individuals and we're unique, and he has a unique plan for each and every one of us to be successful. Verse five, for we are each responsible, listen to this, for our own conduct. Once again, great advice for building success and never giving up. Verse number nine now. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Boy, there's we've got to put that in our heart. Get that in our heart and our mind and believe that, that we will give get a harvest, a great harvest, if we don't give up. Verse 10, therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of God. You know, we've got to bless other people in order for ourselves to be blessed. And we can bless other people by encouraging them and telling them not to give up. And when you do that, you'll just see a brightness in their face. You'll see a happiness in their eyes and they will realize there's still hope in what they're trying to accomplish in life. All right, we're going to move now to step number seven to see success in a new business or in a future business or a business that you're rebuilding. We need to be teachable. We need to receive good advice. I said good advice, not just a lot of advice, but good advice. Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 17 says this, People who accept discipline, or sometimes that's instruction, are on the pathway to life but those who ignore correction will go astray. Now some people have a difficult time listening to others and they just don't have a teachable spirit. If we've failed in the past There'll be some people who want to beat you up and tell you all the bad things you did and all the mistakes you did and they'll never have anything positive to offer. But there are those people who are telling you what went wrong and it sometimes is very good discipline. So the scripture tells us people who accept discipline, that means that we basically can handle our mistakes of the past and we understand that we've got to learn from that that mistake. It says are on the pathway to life, but those who ignore correction will go astray. We've got to be willing to be corrected by people. Now you want good positive people helping you and giving you correction but this idea that that we we're, we're not going to be teachable we're not going to listen because you know what to do and you'll probably repeat the same mistakes you've made before so it's so important to have a teachable spirit in order to receive really anything from god and have any hope of having a successful business okay let's move on to step number eight be ready to face change challenges and trials you see if we are never challenged we are not doing enough You say, well, you mean all that stuff's going to come back at me again? Yeah, it probably will. The the trials, the challenges, and those things. But we learn from that and we grow from that. I talked earlier about how we need to be patient and we need to have endurance and we need to be persistent. And those things all apply towards coming from a failed business and turning that around into a successful business. So the advice I would give you there is expect challenges, but be prepared for them. Step number nine, reach out for something bigger than what we are. You know, when you're starting a new business, we many times we think kind of small and we say, well, we can just get this or just get this little thing or get this step done number one or step number two done or step number three done. It'll be good. But I think God wants us to think bigger and to dream bigger and have bigger and greater ideas and plans because we serve a great God who is without limits. He's unlimited in his ability to bless us and to help us. So therefore, we should Think bigger maybe than we did in the past and move forward. Because if, if we think bigger and it is successful, I should say when it is successful, we'll know that we need in God's ability because God's ability is never less than our desire to be successful in life. And the last step that I want to give you, step number 10, which may be the most important one of all, is never allow business to keep us from praying, from God's word, from attending church, or from having godly friends. It's so important that we are around Christian people when we're trying to have a successful business. Many times there's influences outside of our Christian family that can hurt our business. I know we can learn from people who are maybe not Christians, learn maybe techniques or strategies or things, but be very, very careful if you accept advice and instruction from those who are not serving God. So with that, I hope that you have received something special from this podcast because I think there's something very special intended. Remember, we only had five little things We need to learn about the failures of the past and 10 steps that will take us to a greater success than we've ever imagined or even thought thought were possible. So I hope this has been a blessing. So let me just pray with you as we close this podcast. Father, bless those who are listening today. I thank you, Lord, that they've taken the time to listen to your word, to see instructions. Father, I pray now that you would bless them, that they would receive these steps in a very positive way and move forward in a way, God, that they would be blessed. I pray, Lord, they would not give up, Father, that they would be successful, Father, that they would expect to have to work hard, but know there'll be great results from that, that they'll reach out and get help from other people. Godly, people with godly advice pray lord that you would bless all the things that they do that your hand would be upon them that you would lead them father i thank you lord for those who are starting a new business and for those maybe who are coming from a bad business or a prior business that failed i pray you would bless them with success as they move forward i hope that this episode today will be advantage to them in some way that they can take some steps to guide them in the direction lord that i believe we all need to go to see success in our life and we'll be careful now to give you the praise and glory for the results that are going to take place, Father. I'll thank you for it now and give you all the praise. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, like I said, I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. I'm moving forward in these teachings on business. We're going to be getting into some other areas that I'll talk about as I close this up in just a moment. But if you'd like to know more about quality Christian living, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there, on the front page, you'll see a link to all the podcasts that we've done. This is podcast number 214, and there are obviously a bunch of podcasts that will help you in many areas of your life, quality Christian living has to do with all the aspects that of living. That is spiritual growth, financial growth, and prosperity. The gifts of the spirit we talk about on there. We have a series on faith. We have a series on generosity. We have a series on how to get out of debt. Really, series that help pretty much every area of a Christian's life. It's that's why it's called quality Christian living. But we're going to continue now in these teachings on the topic of business. Matter of fact, next podcast is entitled Step how to increase your business. I'm going to talk about growth and how you can see experience Expansive growth in your business and opportunities, new opportunities, and show you where the Word of God gives us examples of how we can grow in our ability to reach out to more people and have more people come to us for help. And I believe that will bless us in our life and bless us in our business. So I'm excited about that teaching. It's something I've been working on for really, quite frankly, a number of weeks. And I believe there's something very special intended for that one. So you might want to let your friends or family members know that this next podcast we'll be doing will be number 215. It will help us to have growing businesses, prosperous businesses, and receive favor with people and that they'll literally come to us from the east, and the north, the south and the west to do business with us. I believe that's a promise from God and we're going to claim that as we teach that upcoming podcast. If you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you see our podcast. You know, one final thought on my webpage. I hate to digress like that, but one final thought is on that front page there's also a list of the number of books that I've written. I've written several books on topics like how to enjoy debt-free living, what generosity is all about, how to prosper, how to walk in faith and have miracles for faith. And I believe that these books will be a teaching that'll be helpful to you. And I've used many of those books in order to be a source of reference for them at the, the podcast that I've taught here in the past. But this new series that I'm doing, and I'm enjoying it so much on business that I'm actually in the process of, of writing a brand new book dealing with Christians and business. And I believe the Lord is going to bless it. And I know that it's going to be something that will basically come forth from the teachings that the Lord has put me through and shown you in this series of podcasts on business. Future podcasts in business will help have to do with how to learn how to reach out into your community and Receive favor from other people. That's a huge word, favor, and it's something I'm going to spend a lot of time on because I've always prayed for favor when it comes to situations in my life. And if we pray for it, God's going to give it to us. I believe that. Future podcasts will be entitled How to Build a Successful Business. Another one is How to Get People to Want to Do Business with You. I'm going to talk about why we should dream big and why we should set priorities and stay focused. I want to talk about praying and spending time with God and why and what can come out of those times of prayer with. God. So all of these things are things the Lord's put up on my heart. I have a lengthy list of topics dealing with business that I believe the Lord is going to have me develop into podcasts. So I want you to keep listening in and let your friends or family members know that we're doing a series for Christians and help them to have a successful business. If you're new to the business area, you'll be blessed. If you're a veteran business person, I believe there's things the Lord will share with me that I can pass on that will be a blessing to each and every one of you. So with that, I'm just going to close with these thoughts. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace may you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you and may the dream that you have to have a successful business become reality in your life. I'm believing for that. I'm praying for it for you. And I believe God has a plan for you to prosper. I know he does. He's got a purpose and a plan for our lives. And he made us to be successful and to be a blessing to him and to others. Thank you once again for listening in. May God richly bless all that you put your hand to.